We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And there's things that, you know, issues, the, the, the biggest issues, uh, whether it goes from retirement, from respect, to pay. But the real, the takeaway number is, you know, 74% of people surveyed by CEA, the Connecticut Education Association. They want to um, leave, change careers, retire early, what have you. And that's actually exactly double from a year ago. And that's sort of, you know, you tend to think these surveys would be a little on the cynical side anyway, but that kind of year-to-year jump is dramatic and it bears some attention. And Kate Diaz from CEA joining us now on Brian and Company on WTIC. First of all, uh, Kate, good morning. Happy Happy Thanksgiving. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. So when, when these kind of surveys are done, do you, like, this, the results get slapped on your desk and it's like a slap in the face, or did you have a sense of what was coming? So I'll be honest. We, we kind of had a sense that there was a, a large, you know, group of teachers who were feeling a little overwhelmed and frustrated and not heard. So I think I knew that there was going to be an uptick. I'm not sure I thought it was going to be 74%. I mean, I think that number really kind of was a slap in the face and really, to me, demanded attention because we can't afford that number to get any larger. Um, And we can't afford 74% of our teachers to take action on that. Right. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it's a a stunning number. I guess let's just go back a second. In your opinion, because it's, you know, there are metrics within the survey, but what what has changed in 12 months? Because I would think that the previous 12 months would have been worse than the last 12 months. Well, I do think it's a cumulative effect, in all fairness. I think that you have the, the stress of the pandemic, the fact that returning to school in person full-time carried with it so many uh, new and different strains, the issues with mental health, and then you layer on it as we kind of get back to school full-time, we're returning to some of the habits and the pressures that really don't yield any results and are kind of bring out a high level of frustration, sort of some of the paperwork mandates, the unnecessary things that get in the way of our ability to teach the students. And I think you have a mounting situation where teachers feel like I'm being set up to fail. Well, you know, there's so many things that I want to ask because like the, I, I feel like the bureaucracy and paperwork, I mean, I, I think that there's the, incredible amount of regulation and so on from the the school side, but also, you know, there are things on the union side that complicate things. And I think that both share responsibility to make it better. But I guess, you know, from my standpoint, you know, when it comes to the respect side of things, which was a factor here, is the fact that the appreciation for teachers, and we talked about this during the pandemic, that we hoped that the, the gratitude would hold over is the gratitude that we felt toward our educators during the pandemic. Has that already been wasted and gone? Absolutely. I mean, I think we had this peak moment of people realizing how difficult the work that we do on a daily basis is and what a monumental task it was to pivot the entire school district online in, in weekends in many cases. Um, and I think then all of a sudden 
we became very quickly a political pawn. And you started to see the attacks. Um, you started to see things where people were talking about things like critical race theory um, or this idea that teachers are manipulating students. or and, and so much of that is just nonsense that doesn't reflect anything that is real in a school district. And, you know, teachers aren't really political animals. They're people who get into the work so that they can take care of and, and nurture other people's children. And so to be repeatedly attacked starts to take its toll as well. And I think we have to be conscious that the political rhetoric, you know, you see things like Mike Pompeo um, really attacking Andy Weingarten as, as, you know, public enemy number one, and teachers start to think, you know, is am I the next attack? Is this what's going to start happening? Uh, you know, am I just for the coming in and teaching eight-year-olds how to read? I'm now going to suddenly be considered public enemy number one. Uh, and so I think we have to be conscious that that rhetoric takes its toll. Yeah. Uh, and, and it starts to influence people's decisions about is this a good place? Is this a healthy place? Is it a supportive place? Yeah, it's not one of my, you know, this is not me, but, you know, the concerns are they don't want, parents don't want other people instilling certain values on their children. And, you know, it's what's difficult is difficult to know, you know, what really happens in the classroom and what's true and not true. I think from a curriculum standpoint, I mean, you don't see that stuff, you know, clearly like broad based, you know, put forth in front of kids. But I I understand parents concern and but there's got to be a way to a a better way to, to deal with it. And, you know, from my perspective, the really important conversation, we're talking about Kate Diaz from CEA here on Brian and Company, really grateful. I know you were out in front of the media a lot yesterday, and so the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, we really appreciate your time, is what do we do? Okay, what happens? We need less regulation, need more pay, do we need to make sure? I know teachers even in private school who go out of their own pockets to get stuff. So, sure. I mean, what, what, what are the steps needed to change this number? So I think you're, you've hit on several of them. Obviously, pay commensurate with the expectation. The work that we're doing is really important. It's challenging. Uh, it requires a master's degree in the state of Connecticut, and we don't necessarily pay teachers in that in that respect. So we need to look at that structure and really evaluate whether or not we're doing right by educators. Uh, and we have school districts across the state in negotiations that are actually trying to tackle that, but it's not going to happen in some of our more Uh, financially distressed communities without the state doing their part and looking at their funding formula and making sure that the resources are available. Uh, But to your point, we also do need non-pay resources. We need the textbooks, the materials. We need the school facilities that are heated and cooled properly. You know, the reality is if we don't have healthy environments, we're starting behind, you know, the starting gate right out. You know, we need our environments, physical environments, to be healthy as well. Um, so I think, you know, there are things to be done at the local level and at the state level. But I also think the most important thing I took from the survey is how tired teachers are of being ignored. Mm. And so I think as decisions are made, it becomes more and more critical that educators be in the room. Our, our local leaders need to think, do we have a teacher in the room as we're making these decisions? Our state-level leaders need to be thinking, have we talked to teachers? Do we know what the answers are here are? Is this mandate, you know, necessary? Is this paperwork is this initiative necessary and and what's the rollout looking like so that we are not increasing the stress and and demands but rather trying to find some reprieve because as you pointed out this is not going to be answered by kate diaz of the union it's not going to be answered by a single superintendent 
it's not even going to be answered solely by a legislator. It's a collective effort to really uplift the profession and yep. bring back, you know, sort of to the important work of teaching, because that's where our focus always needs to be. Well, you know, I, I do think like someone like the governor, and I'm not being critical of Lamont, I'm just saying the governor, if, if he or she made it a huge priority to change the culture of how they view it, could have a massive impact. But is there any, refle- is there any self-reflection on your group on you you know since we're not succeeding here in general as a stakeholder in this what can you or your union do differently to make it better well i think we're really looking to okay how do we how do we change the narratives how do we change the conversations with lots of different people so we're reaching out and working with our superintendents association we're reaching out and working with um, school administrators we're working with uh, politicians we're trying to work with parent groups we're really trying to say, you know, this is not something that I can sit here and have an opinion about. I have to be an actively engaged individual trying to find, you know, all the stakeholders and to find the common ground to allow this to be um, a top priority for lots and lots of people so we really do move the initiatives forward. Just real quick, Kate, before we let you go, uh, other states, is this worse here in Connecticut? I mean, do you have any relative uh, sense of things? So our data, because we certainly do follow this nationwide, um, is actually pretty consistent across the state, uh, across the country. So Connecticut isn't necessarily faring worse than anyone else, but it's not necessarily faring better either, right. uh, which is interesting because we have more financial resources than any other state. <laughs> yeah, we are uh, we are fortunate in that in that regard. Kate, have a wonderful holiday. We appreciate the time and. Obviously, we want to stay on top of this, and and whenever there's something to talk about, just let us know. Terrific. Thank you so much. I appreciate you keeping this on the top of the agenda here. All right. Thanks, Kate. Have a good holiday. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.